Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, welcome back to Season 4 of Pigeon Hockey, a member of the Hockey Podcast Network. This is Chris and today's co-host, Sam and Justin. Good morning, hockey fans. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. And you know us, we don't claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. So, uh, listeners, this is the draft day two of the Pigeon Hockey Podcast's After Dark Fantasy League. And we drafted the first eight rounds on this podcast uh, already on the previous episode, so definitely give a listen to that one. Uh, that occurred last week, and we're recording this one on Sunday, September 10th, and we are dropping this one same day. So if you hear a lot of mistakes, stutters, weird noises, long pauses, uh, I don't have that much time to dr- edit this one today, so uh, you're just going to hear everything we go through on this podcast. But we're going to kind of just start Pounding through these uh, last seven rounds, the draft boys, I think we're ready. We've redrafted our, our cycle for day two. So I got very lucky and it was watched. Everyone, we, we recorded it. And uh, you guys will be able to hear the next episode where we talk with the head coach of the San Diego Sabres, Nick Perez. Uh, but me and Heath jumped on beforehand and he watched the whole seating unfold. And he was not happy because he ended up sixth. Uh, I ended up first. So booyah. <laughs> I'm not going to complain about that. But the Fighting Beavers ended up second. The Poutine Passe ended up third. The Laser Sharks fourth. The Mallard Menace slid back to fifth. And then, of course, uh, Heat's uh, Ice Wolves ended up uh, sixth pick. So that's how we're going to finish the last seven rounds of this draft. And we've been kind of slow rolling our draft, so we're going to start going through our selections. So we're going to go with my first one of round nine. Is going to be from the Rogue Valley Royals, Andreas Kell. So really stoked to pick him up. He had a hell of a season last year. Or I guess I can talk about where he was last year. But last year he was playing in the GMHL with the Niagara Predators. And uh, he put up, or I guess the McKenzie Mountaineers and the Niagara Predators. He split time between the two teams. But he put up 54 points in just, listen to this, 17 games played between the two teams. Oh my god! So, <laughs> yeah, and he's on your team this year, the Rogue Valley Royals. So I'm really stoked to have him as part of the Hangry Pandas for uh, the second annual Pigeon Hockey Podcast USPHL After Dark Fantasy Draft. So that is that. And now we're going to move on to the second overall pick. I don't know what would you want to call it here the USPHL After Dark Draft, right? And so yeah. the Fighting Beavers uh, they ended up selecting. Out of Stockholm, Sweden, the Lake Tahoe Lakers, Rasmus Rangfist. So Rasmus coming out of Sweden, but really impressed with his stats there. And so good pickup by the Fighting Beavers to to add him to their uh, fantasy team. And uh, he was playing in Division Two and in Division Four last season, and got most of his time with the Division Four. Uh, he put up basically he played 14 games with them last year with a 7-6-0 record. He is now a Fighting Beaver. We also then move on to the Poutine Passe. <laughs> and another player I got to talk about here, since we are not actually, uh, basically we don't have a lot of the people on the podcast we would normally have. So the Poutine Passe uh, picked up Karsten Shrimpton, the 2003 goaltender from British Columbia. Last season, he got a few starts with the Idaho Falls when the Idaho Falls Bud Kings were, um, what would you say, boys? The the really, really rough part of the season where they didn't have a home rink and they really didn't even have jerseys yet and they were just kind of wearing the red jerseys. And Carson Shrimpton was in that initial group um, that uh, was really the foundation for the team uh, that 
really launch itself later into the season. Oh yeah, I I would say the the dark era of Spud Kings <laughs> hockey. Yeah, I think that's a that's a perfect way to put it. Um, and then the Laser Sharks, you drafted in the ninth round. You want to talk about it? Yeah, I took uh, Marco Casanelli from Vernal uh, forward um, this week. Uh, as we were talking about briefly before the podcast started, I only had forwards to focus on. So that made it a little easier to only have to look at one position. But yeah, Castanelli put up like 39 points in 23 games last year for Vernal. So he's just, he had a hell of a season and I'm, I'm looking forward to having him back on the team this year. Yeah, he had a hell of a season last year. And uh, I know I had some, uh, a couple Oilers reach out saying, you haven't picked up Castanelli yet? And I'm like, boys, there's only so many spots on our fantasy draft uh, rosters, and and we're restricted. We're restricted on how many people we can add. Well, that makes me feel good knowing that that his teammates were were wondering where he was. <laughs> yeah, li- literally, I had multiple teammates reach out and like you haven't picked up Marco. It's like, well, I filled my Vernal Oilers spot, so I couldn't pick up Marco. But, uh, yeah, you came in for the swoop right there and, and picked him up. Uh, Mallard Menace, you then picked in the ninth round. You picked up Julian Arnell. He he had a bunch of games with them last season. He wasn't a uh, wasn't one of the main guys, but he was definitely – he made some great saves last year. I especially remember this one where he went from left to right, kind of paddle stop. He absolutely robbed the guy. But uh, he had a few great saves last year despite not getting that many starts. So, uh, you know, hell of a pickup there. I think uh, he might be one of the main main guys in the blue paint for uh, Ontario this season. Exactly. And currently on their roster, unless they've updated anything on Elite Prospects, I believe he's there. Only goalie. Oh, they yeah. updated. They have three goalies now. <laughs> oh, do they? Yeah. yeah. He is their oldest goalie, though, so I'm going to say he's their senior goalie. <laughs> he probably is their – and that's kind of how I pick it. So I know I've also had people reach out about the – um, like, well, that's not what the lines are going to be. I'm like, I, I'm not predicting lines. That's up for the coaching staffs. I base it off of if you're forward left, forward right, if you're identifying yourself as a center, right winger, left defender, and then your year group. That's it. Like 03 down. Like if you're an 03, you're going to be at the top of the list. It doesn't mean you're going to be uh, the starting line. You could be a fourth liner. I have no clue. That 06 that comes out of nowhere or not maybe comes out of nowhere, maybe for us because we're not generally aware of a lot of the uh, the younger players coming into the league, could be the top line center. I have no clue. But if you're an 06, you're going to be below all the 03s, 04s, 05s. So don't reach out and be upset. It's not a prediction of lines. <laughs> Your, your coaches get to watch you every practice and get to watch you every game. They decide where you get to play, not me. I just like watching hockey. So, um, and, and I know we're waiting on uh, Heath to jump on. So when you ladies and gentlemen hear that, Heath will be jumping on soon. He's reached out. He's having a problem logging in, but uh, he will be jumping on here. So we will just talk about his pick. Uh, he picked up Nicholas Perry, goalie out of San Diego. So, yes, San Diego finally finally dropped i don't know when they did it but it it i saw today september 10th they finally dropped their rosters and um so heath has been very active in picking up some sabers spelled ers he picked up again nicholas perry and so you know really good stats for last year he's an 05 from chino hills california and i know that uh heath was really excited to get uh him on his roster and i know again you listeners will be able to hear a little bit more from Coach Nick Perez uh, later this week as uh, he kind of talks about what it was like building his team this year as he's taking over uh, the helm of the San Diego Sabres head coaching positions uh, this season. So we will then move on to round 10. I start and I picked up from the Provo Predators forward Samuel Dumont, the 04 out of Quebec City, Quebec. I loved his play last year with Las Vegas and the fact that he was still available for me in round 10, I I couldn't, I had to use my final NCDC draft pick and and pick up Samuel Dumont. So welcome to the hangry pandas. And then for the fighting beavers from the Ogden Mustangs, Cooper Fink was picked up. So Cooper Fink, uh, really good stats last season. So uh, let's look at Cooper. Yeah. So he's from, um, Oh, Cooper. I probably screwed this up when we talked about it the first time. I'm going to screw it up again. But I'm going to go Minisqua, Wisconsin. I think that's got to be Minisqua, Wisconsin. Yeah? That sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. So so Cooper, reach out. But anyway, 
Uh, last season, uh, he split time between a bunch of different teams. He was in the SIJHL last season between Cam River and Fort Francis, and then uh, was with the Boston Advantage uh, USPHL Premier and NCDC squads last year. So he's no stranger to the NCDC. So excellent pick up there by the Fighting Beavers, picking up Cooper Fink. Then you move on to the uh, Poutine Passe, and they picked up defender from Provo Predators, Philip Lazani. Um, now, I know that you guys are a little bit familiar with Lazani. So does anybody want to talk about Lazani? Particularly maybe you, Sam, because I know you got to see a lot of him in uh, Rogue Valley last season. Yeah, he was on, was it Vernal, I believe? Yes. Yeah, we didn't exactly face like Vernal a ton, but I, I do remember, you know, I mean, they had so much talent, obviously, on that roster. But but in terms of the blue line, like he was certainly one of their top guys and good skater and it would not be surprising to see him put up good numbers in the NCDC this year. Yeah. And he, he was, he was an excellent guy back on the back end last season. And um, so he's kind of earned his way up there to the NCDC. So, and actually you're next Sam. So talk about your 10th round pick. Oh yeah. I took uh, Joe Gronholz. I think I'm saying that right uh, out of Las Vegas. Uh, he's an 03 out of Alexandria, Minnesota. And I don't know, I mean, like, for some of these picks, you know, obviously I'm still just looking for, you know, guys who have been around in the in the USPHL maybe or, like, have been at close to that level and put out, putting up points. Because I don't know I don't know a lot of these rosters necessarily or a lot of these players, but um, Gronholz last year split time between the NA3 well, he really played most of his year for the Alexandria Blizzard in the NA3HL. Uh, he put up 51 points in 38 games um, after putting up 61 points in 30 games in high school Ooh. the previous year. So, you know, I it's, it, this might be his first year in the USPHL, but I like my chances with him putting up putting the biscuit in the basket, as they say. <laughs> I think that is what they say. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> great pick up there. So, Mallard Menace, who did you pick in round 10? I picked, I got an absolute goal scorer last year for the USPHL Rock Springs Prospectors. I picked up Andre uh, Mattis. Mat- yeah. yeah, Mattis. Mat- I think it's Mattis. I mean, maybe it's Mataz. I don't know, but I'm going to. I think it's Mattis. 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 Yeah, yeah. Picked an 03 out of Czechia. Uh, he lit the lamp last year, and I am just blown away that he was still available he was on my yeah, list he, he was on my list yeah yeah and that 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 trend continues on this podcast because uh, as we move into round 11 uh before we we get to heat's pick as we move into round 11 that's uh as we were picking you you just start to die inside as as players that you're looking for just gets you know and you're like yeah i can push him back one more round and then your counterpart's like got him <laughs> you just you just come in for the steal. So, um, but yeah, let's move back then into the final pick of the tenth round, and that's going to be let's see here. That was the Ice Wolves. So let me go to that. The Ice Wolves selected from again San Diego, Jackson Litzinger, the Ford, the 2005 out of California. Yeah, so Jackson Litzinger, he had a little bit of time with the Long Beach Shredders last year in the USPHL, uh, put up five points in eleven games. Uh, also played for the California Wave uh, 18U AAA team, uh, put up 15 points, 118 penalty minutes uh, in 24 games. Uh, but the previous season with the California Wave 16U team, he put up 54 points in 36 games. So, you know, Ooh. if he keeps progressing like that, it seems like Heath might have, you know, had the inside scoop on a player that could that could really put up some numbers this year. Yeah, <laughs> you're not kidding. Pretty good numbers there from him. And uh, and then we move into the next round. We're going to move into my pick, and I pick from Las Vegas, defender Logan Walls. I was really impressed with his stats last year. He's a 2005 from Phoenix, Arizona. He's a right defenseman. And last season, he was playing with the Tahoe Prep Academy 18U AAA. And, uh, well, just on that, like, the high school circuit and then the THF 18U and the 18U AAA unit. And uh, had some pretty impressive numbers there with 25 points in just 24 games. And uh, pretty excited there with an offensive defenseman being added to a, a league where points matter like that. Pretty excited to pick up uh, Logan Walls. So welcome to the Hangry Pandas. So Sebastian, 
picked up from and he had him last year. So when he when he sent in his uh qualification here, I'm like, oh, not shocked there. But he picked up from the Bakersfield Roughnecks. I think it's Emil Rodriguez. Had an awesome season last year. Put up a lot of points. Was a big point getter there for Sebastian. So Sebastian went right back into uh picking up Rodriguez. Like when, when you find something that works, you just you just keep it going, and that's what Sebastian did by picking up Emil. So congratulations, Emil, who's now part of the Fighting Beavers. Uh, then we move on to the Poutine Passe. Steve picked up from the Pueblo Bowls, Brock Barron. So, uh, Sam, do you want to talk a little bit about Brock? Yeah, looks like he's a 4 forward out of Laverne, Minnesota. Uh, last year he was on his high school team, as well as the Team Sanford Power of the UMH. S-E-H-L, which that might be the longest league name in the history of everything. But um, <laughs> for high school, he put up 61 points in 29 games. So uh, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good pace right there. Uh, good scorer, seems like. Uh, young kid, 6'2", you know, 174 pounds. Like, that's Ooh. a good forward. That's, a, that's the size that you want to be. So uh, could be a good pick for Steve's team, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Good numbers there. So quite impressive numbers. And then we move into um, me. Let's see. So then we who's next after Steve? It's going to be you. Laser Sharks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's. So who'd you pick in uh, round 11? All right. So I did it in the first round and I haven't done it since then, but I had to go back to my my team. My bias is coming here. But uh, Roberto Matias, my boy from the Rogue Valley Royals forward, the captain last year, and uh, he put up 30 points in 43 games. I certainly remember him scoring some very clutch goals throughout the season. I'm excited to have him back on my own team, both in terms of fantasy and in terms of the Royals this year. Nice pickup there. Yeah, he was a definitely a noticeable player last season, put up good numbers, uh, was always effective in just making sure the plays happened on the ice. So, you know, exactly. great pickup. And so – uh, Mallard, who'd you pick up with your 11th round pick? I picked up a coveted goal scorer for Fresno last year. Current Fresno player, Vitaly Zalin. Vitaly, I think it's Vitaly Zalin, right? Vitaly Zalin, Zalin. Yes. Yeah. I had him on my team last year. So nice snipe there. I wasn't, I'm not going to lie. When you did it, I was very upset because I was, he was pretty much, uh, in my next two picks. So, uh, I, strategy worked against me there <laughs> so tell our listeners a little bit about the uh Vitaly's Lynn uh played most of his year in his home country uh last year came over to Fresno played in the USBHL premiere and absolutely lit the lamp 36 games played 39 points not much more you could ask for from a guy points wise per game I think he's gonna have a great year this year yeah I can imagine he's gonna have a pretty good year this year I will say, like, when he gets hot, he gets hot. Like, uh, his points just start flooding your team, which is the greatest thing as a fantasy team manager to see when a player like Vitaly get hot. So congrats for sniping him from me, I guess. You know? <laughs> I, I guess you earned your snipe and selly 39 there. <laughs> you <know>? So you can selly that you took uh, Zelin from me. Yeah, I was, I was, now I have to, again, change strategies, which is, again, the fun part of this whole event but the final pick in the 11th round is going to be from the ice wolves and they picked up another player from the Pueblo bulls here a uh, drew spaulding so drew spaulding last season as 05 from knoxville tennessee oh you know what i think i just heard heath come in and so heath are you here i am i am i'm You're... still getting, i'm still getting things set up so Give me a well, quick you minute. Came in at the, oh, no problem. I was just going to say you came in at a perfect quick time because I'm talking about your player. So you can um, – your your most recent pick, Drew Spaulding. So yeah. uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about him here while you uh, get set up. Perfect. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. So let me go to his thing here. But he picked up Drew Spaulding, the 2005 from Knoxville, Tennessee. So last season – Drew uh, was playing with the Indy Junior Fuel 18U AAA program. He also spent some time with the Midwest Knights 18U AAA program. And (laughs) these numbers. So just alone with the Indy Junior Fuel program 18U AAA in 51 games, he put up 54 points. Uh, But with the when they're playing with the NAPHL 18U, and he put up 23 points in 16 games. And when he was part of Midwest Knights, he put up a 15 points 
in 10 games. So I would say far more than a point per game player right there with Drew Spalding. I know I definitely scouted him, so I'm going to see what my stats are, I guess, for myself as you pick them up here. Spalding. I have to go to my list right there. Uh, yeah, 1.195 points per game, Drew Spalding. I have him projected to put up 113 points this year. Pretty oh great God. draft pick right there. Yeah, I think he's going to light it up. He's a he's a skilled player, um, and that's kind of how I picked my players. Is um, you know, I, I ran out of NCDC picks, so I didn't get to Drew. But uh, but yeah, I think he's going to have a hell of a season there in Pueblo, and I'm sure the uh, Bulls fans down there are going to be going nuts uh, when he's lighting the lamp. But boys, now we move into round twelve, which we haven't drafted yet. We haven't yeah, drafted live. yet. Which, we're doing it live now. Yeah, <laughs> this live now, and you know what? It's also a great point to maybe bring up this episode sponsor, and that's going to be DraftKings. Guys, can you believe we've had seven months without an NFL game? It's crazy, right? Well, good thing it's over. NFL is finally here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is giving you a can't miss offer for week. One this week, new customers can get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just five bucks on any NFL game. DraftKings is hooking up everyone with a game day greatness. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every single game day this September. Check the app to see what you get. Download now and use code THPN to sign up. New customers can take home $200 in bonus bets instantly just betting five bucks. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for prom gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resorts. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See dkng.co slash football for eligibility, terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. We want to thank DraftKings for sponsoring this episode. And guys, I'm going to tell you before we go back to USPHL talk here. I am so stoked for the beginning of the NFL season here. So I'm pretty excited that the uh, DraftKings are sponsoring us on this one because I'm just going to say it here because I know Sebastian, who's not on his podcast, is a Jets fan. Go Bills. I want to see Rodgers cry. <laughs> That's what I want to see. Go Bills. Who's uh, who's your team, Justin? Is Justin still here? Did we lose Justin? I think we may have lost Justin. No. Oh, Justin, buddy. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a bad time for me to throw. Add the stage. Oh, I think he's back. Here. Oh, he's Justin. back. My uh, bad. I, he... I turned off my camera and it turned off my mic as well. <laughs> <laughs> so you're a Jets fan? Were you upset with me? Oh no. Last in the Jets. Uh, okay, that's good. Nah. So I'm actually. You're gonna love my team, Chris. Oh god. You know, my team has been. I don't know the most Super Bowl wins out of any team now, tied with the Steelers. Detroit. Um, no. It is Tom Brady himself, the New England Patriots. He's back in town this week. We're going to be doing some stuff with Brady this week. Oh and God. I can't wait. Yeah. Bow down to greatness. Well, I'm not because never. <laughs> um, and honestly, it would be more impressed if he could actually get the ball of his fingers had rings. I'd be more impressed. Until then, he's just he's an okay player. You know what? I will be more impressed by Tom Brady if he gives back that COVID loan. I'm just calling it out now, man. You can't buy a $4 million yacht and then complain about – not even a yacht because – but you can't buy a $4 million boat and then take a million COVID loan for your stupid little organization. Ooh, sorry, never mind. <laughs> I'm more impressed by players that don't take out COVID loans when you can't get – when there's bakeries that can't get 23 k because Brady's got a team of lawyers that sucked up a million dollars out of COVID loans. Sorry, I don't have respect for that person. Moving on. <laughs> Interesting. Moving on. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody does because you know everyone just loves Brady that much, and and you know I, I have respect for what he did on the field, but if, for him as a person in that scenario, Mm-mm. like for the amount of millions he he was able to pack away, like you needed a million in COVID loans, really, really, buddy, you did, yeah. Oh, jackass. Anyway, <laughs> um. <laughs> Let's move on because Brady just triggers me. And you know what, Brady, if you gave it back, reach out. I'll apologize online. I will apologize on this podcast. I will say you were the greatest quarterback in history because right now I don't believe it because great people don't do shitty things. You know what? Give, give the money back. 
maybe help out some of those businesses with the like the hundreds of millions of dollars you have. Do something good for the world, and I'll give a shit. So anyway, sorry. Go ahead, move forward. <laughs> Don't trigger me on Brady. <laughs> Your turn to pick. We can't we can't move forward until you. Pick. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I'm picking. Ah, you know what? On a good note, I'm picking somebody who's actually talented. Um, so I'm going to be picking because it ain't Brady. And I hope you know what? I am triggered. I am picking Caden Larock Wolf, 2003 forward from the Ontario Junior Reign. His numbers this season were just, or I'm not, yeah, he's a great pick. I was, uh, I was kind of concerned I might lose him with my draft strategy. Like I've, I, mean, I guess with with a bunch of players now I've lost, uh, but I'm going to again destroy where this kid's from. Misquasis, Misquasis, Alberta is where I'm, I'm going to say he's from. Uh, but he's a 2003 from someplace Alberta, Misquasis, maybe Misquasis, and uh, he, oh god, and he played for the Iceman last year. I'm not going to try to pronounce. Oh, I'm going to go for it. That's what I do good here is destroying names like Braddy. Um, like maybe what Watske? No, I'm not going to Watskewin Iceman. Anyway, Cap JHL. He put up 30 points in 23 games, and then in two playoff games, put up another five points. Four of those were goals. So Ontario doing their job, scouting players up there in Alberta. They picked up Caden, and now Caden is not only a rain, but he's a very hangry panda. Um, and I guess maybe I'm hangry. After all this Brady talk, you know, but anyway, I am hungry, so I guess that you know the math maths there. Um, you got you got no that, room to say that you're hungry. I just came from a two hour off ice workout and came straight here to get on this podcast. So <laughs> that well, we got to jump right off. I'm got a grill and I'm going. Yeah, the second we're off this thing, I got a grill and move upstairs. But anyway, so let's we're gonna move on now to uh, the Fighting Beavers. So Noah Morrissey, Las Vegas, 2005. Who wants to talk about what Noah did last season? I got uh, it. Oh, if you got it, you go for it. Looks like he was at the Mount Academy Saints U18 AAA team last year. Uh, he put up 37 points in 44 games for the U18 AAA team, um, as well as some more points in the other other teams he was a part of last year. But six foot forward, right winger, righty shot. Um, so it looks like he could be a decent scorer for Vegas this year yeah i think he will be a decent score for vegas because according to my stats as i go down to morrency here because i had him scouted and i'm kind of projecting i got to pull him back up here because i was just going to steve's pick i have projected to be like a 78 point uh player this season that's what i haven't projected to be based off of what he was able to do last season last 68 games played 27 goals 34 assists a 0.897 points player per game in an 18 u league i do my research so i'm uh not happy that uh, Sebastian was on his game for this one, and uh, he sniped Morrency from me. So, Steve, on the other hand, will be picking up, and I think I just found his player. Yes, so he will be picking up from the Long Beach Shredders and Mitt Bento. So, as as you listeners have heard from a previous podcast with Shea Spanier, they both played uh, in Israel together, so they're familiar with each other. So, I gave him a shout out. Steve will now have a Mitt on his team. So congratulations, you are now a Poutine Passe. Moving on then to the Laser Sharks, who do you got? I'm going to select my second player from Seattle. I'm going to go no. with Roman Wolf. Juice. Literally my next pick. Literally my oh, next pick. Let's go. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Um, literally I'm very familiar, very familiar with him being on Bellingham last year. Yeah. I mean – don't get me wrong. Like I'm sure that Seattle's got a lot of talented forwards, and it's going to be competitive for seeing what who gets what lines, of course. But Roman Wolnick had a lot of great scoring, great stick handler, great stick handling, puck handling. Like he just impressed me every single time that we had to play him. I was just like, I was like, man, the all like there's a few guys that we got to focus on from Bellingham, and he is the top guy for sure. So yeah, hopefully we'll see what he does for Seattle this year. But I'm excited to have him. He's a great pickup. In fact, while you were talking about him, I was sitting there confused looking at the Bellingham roster. I'm like, I can't check him off. I can't check him off. Then, yeah, because he's on <laughs> Seattle. <laughs> so I was looking. I'm like, I can't find his name in the forwards. So Did I make him a defender, a goalie? And I'm like, as you were talking, I'm like, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. 
I'm like, where the hell is he? I'm like, there he is. He's in Seattle. But yeah, fully aware because yeah, he was literally my next pick. So again, strategy backfired on me there with Roman. Anyway, Mallard, do you want to upset me some more? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I don't think, I don't think, yeah, I might not. I might not upset anybody with this one. Uh, I'm going to go with a forward out of Lake Tahoe. Let me make sure that he hasn't been drafted because my infinite wisdom, he probably has been. Oh, no, he hasn't. We're going to go with Arroyo Larilla. Oh, good pickup there. Tell our listeners a little bit about him. All right. The Finnish native, he has spent a vast majority of his playing career for KJT Okutket and their U20, U18, U16 system. And he just looks to be the definition of a consistent player. I'm really looking forward to seeing him in the USPHL this year, and I think he's going to light the lamp here as he did back home in Finland. Beauty. Absolute beauty. Like, great pick up there. Anyway, uh, Heath, you're up next. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. uh, Can you put uh, Seattle for Wolanek, by the way? Did I put Bellingham? You did. I did. (laughs) I tell you, it's in my head, man. Uh, okay, okay. I, I will be uh I will be taking from the Ontario Junior Reign uh forward Jace Bodnar. Great pick up there. You want to tell our uh, listeners a little bit about Jace? Yeah, Jace Bodnar. Uh he's a six Ontario loves loves big guys, so I think he's gonna fit in great there at six foot three. He he put up points last season with uh the Rock Spring Prospectors in 44 games. He had 21 points, seven goals, 14 assists. Uh, and it looks like he's increased that total every year that he's been playing. Uh, he's he's really just going to be – I think he's going to be a staple on that team. I think he's probably going to be some, one of their guys that gets those gritty goals in the, in the uh, dirty areas for them. No, I, I absolutely believe so. I mean, he was – he was a staple on the team last year, like you said, and just an incredible player, uh, absolutely incredible player. Oh, all right, boys. Um, now not to break our, our bunch of rules that we set up here. I'm, I'm slowly scrolling down to see who the next player I can pick up. So a lot of you players, this is another thing too. I have, I'm probably skipping like 20 or 30 players right here because I can't pick you anymore. We have rules on this. We can only pick, you know, four NCDC players. We can't repeat more than two players off of three teams. So, like, I think all of us at this point have maxed out on picking at least two players from three teams. I'm pretty sure we um, have. Yeah, so I, now I'm, I'm having to go. Who, who's still available? I, I have not yet, but I'm, I'm Okay, you have not yet. <laughs> yeah. I'm close as well. Yeah, so I'm, like, I'm looking to, like, see who the next player. And I might actually skip names accidentally here. I'm just trying to look, read team names here and make sure I don't skip my next guy. Do I have anybody from Lake Tahoe? You I don't do think not. so. All right, here we go. From Lake Tahoe. I've got my next player. I'm going to pull him up here to make sure I'm good. And, yeah, so from Lake Tahoe, I'm picking up 2005 out of Michigan, Carter Lehman. So Carter last season was with the Southwest Michigan Blades, and he was the uh, alternate captain, and he put up 64 points in 51 games. So welcome, Carter, to the Hangry Handles. Very excited to have him on my team. I got to add him in here. Uh, because, yeah, I don't have any other Lake Tahoe guys. Lehman, Lake Tahoe Lakers, not Bellingham Blazers. And uh, <laughs> as I did with Roman Walnick there. And now we move on to the Fighting Beavers. So I got to see. Oh, this is going to be fun. Now I got to look at his list <laughs> and see who he hasn't picked up yet. Again, he smacks out on NCDC players. It's four NCDC players, correct? Correct. Okay. You still have one more, right? Yes, I do. That's why I'm asking. Now, does the Fighting Beavers, have they maxed out on their double up yet? So he's going to, like, I guess he's doing back-to-back Vegas T-Birds here because he is going from the Las Vegas T-Birds, Gavin Frack, the 2003 out of Reading, Connecticut. He was pretty impressive last year, not going to lie, with Las Vegas. Gavin Frack right now is going to be with Vegas and last season with the T-Birds. He put up 61 points in 43 games and then an additional three points in seven playoff games. So pretty great pickup there by the Fighting 
Beavers with Gavin Frack. Now we will move on to the Poutine Passe from the Fresno. Okay, so the Poutine Passe will be picking up from the Fresno Monsters. Connor Purdue, the 2005 out of Arizona, is uh, he'll be picking up. And so you've got to be last kidding. season. Was he your next player? He was literally my next player. <laughs> Uh, but last season he had a great. He had he was split between uh, DYHA Junior Sun Devils, 18U AA, Notre Dame Prep, and the Bakersfield Roughnecks. Really impressive numbers here. I'm not going to read them all out here. Well, yeah, what the hell? Why won't I? Uh, looks like he put up. If I do the math real quick, 43 points in about 20 something. Uh, what is that? That's going to be 18, 28, 35 games. So there you go. In about 35 games. See, I can do math. My pub, my New York public education did uh did pretty good there, but really impressive numbers there from Connor Purdue. A blast to watch him in a Fresno Monsters uniform this season. So welcome to the Poutine Passe, Connor Purdue. And I think that maxes out now their forwards. They have to pick up a, a couple defenders to wrap their final two rounds. So it's yeah. the Laser Sharks since uh, the Poutine Passe just sniped your forward. Yeah, who are you looking at? That's very very nice of him to do that. Um... <laughs> well, I'm deciding between a couple players right now. Um, now that I got a pivot, <laughs> oh, God. Um, it's tough because like, obviously I kind of mostly just focused on the Northwest division last year. Didn't really watch a ton of the other division. So I don't necessarily have the best knowledge of, you know, who might have a better shot in which situation. Oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> You're struggling. But, yeah. I mean, it's between a couple guys and I can't really figure out which one makes the most sense, but I think, I think I'm going to take just to be safe that I can get him. I'm going to take from Ontario. I'm going to take Reese Doyle Ooh. forward out of Grand Prairie, Alberta forward five eleven, And he put up in the NWJHL the past couple of years, he's put up, Decent points, like pretty much almost a point per game player. Uh, two years ago, he was 35 points in 40 games, and last year he was 38 points in 42 games. So I'm looking forward to having him at the next level and seeing what he can do for Ontario. Yeah, great pickup there. Absolutely great pickup. Mallard, you're on the clock. All right. Thankfully, my guy has not been sniped from me. I was getting a little worried when Sam was saying that he had a couple of guys he was looking for. Jackson Taylor out of San Diego. Ooh, good pickup. Good pickup. You want to tell our listeners a little bit about Jackson? Of course. He's an 05 from British Columbia, Canada. Uh, last year, he spent the, the year with the Billingham Blazers in the USPHL Premier Northwest Division. Uh, he had a pretty good season, and I'm hoping he continues that trend and has a better season this year. But he, he's a really solid pickup for sure. No, excellent pickup. It's great, San Diego. Thank you, uh, Coach Prez, for uh, finally oh. dropping that list for us. Actually, yeah, <laughs> be able to scout some uh, sabers for this uh, this podcast. Jackson Taylor now part of the Mallard Menace. Heath, the ice wolves are on the clock. Yeah, uh, I'm going to need some help here because uh, I'm going to be <laughs> drafting from the Utah Outliers, David Matiskayan. I oh, butchered God. that. Okay, let's go really bad. Minetsa Canyon. Minetsa Canyon, maybe? Minetsa Canyon. We'll, we'll there we go. That. So David we'll David Minetsa Canyon. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm yeah, going with. David, reach out. Again, but we're, we'll go with that. <laughs> uh, last season, he played with the Junior Ice Dogs, 18U AAA, where he played 36 games, 19 goals, 9 assists for 28 points. Uh, to make that jump to the NCDC is huge for him, uh, and, I, and I think that that will really create some good opportunities for him to engage and uh, grow his point totals. Which is exactly what you need for your fantasy team. Yep. So that is your final, and I think that is the final NCDC player uh, being drafted at this point. I don't think it any is. of us are allowed anymore. It is. Wow. So we got uh, two rounds left, boys. And uh, we got two players each in different strategies unfolding here. But I got lucky enough with Heath watching to get the first pick the second round. So... I'm going to start going out on a limb here. I've seen some numbers. I'm excited about some stats, and uh, I'm expecting some points being scored. I'm going to go to the Casper Roughnecks for 06 forward Dallas 
Glenn. So he's the 2006 out of Provo, Utah. And last season, he split time between the Wasatch Renegade 16U AAA and the South County Llamas. And he put up an impressive 51 points in, hear this, boys, 21 games. So I think uh, I think Dallas can pull up some points for me this season so I can finish this thing number one. And uh, welcome to the Hangry Pandas, Dallas Glenn. Now on the clock, we're going to go to the Fighting Beavers are picking up. Looking here in the 14th round, defender out of the Rogue Valley Royals, Taven Makokas. So let's pull up. You know what? Sam, you're on this podcast. You're the Rogue <laughs> Valley guy. Tell our listeners a little bit more about Taven. Yeah, so um, new player with the team. I don't, I have not seen him yet, and I don't know too much about him, but he is in 05 out of Goodfish Lake Cree Nation in Alberta, Canada. Uh, 6'3", D-man, like you said. Um, Oof. Six, so that's, three? A, that's, that's a big boy. <laughs> last year, he's played with the good the Edson Eagles for the last couple of years in the GMHL. Put up 14 points in 18 games for them last year, as well as played a little bit of time with the Northern Alberta Tomahawks as well. Uh, played three games with them. So, you know, there's definitely a lot of competition on the blue line to see who's going to be either whether it's the number one power play or that number one D pairing. So I wouldn't be surprised if he's if he's a part of that conversation at all. So very excited to have him on the team this year. No, sounds like an absolutely excellent player there. And going to be excited to see him in those new Rogue Valley Royal uniforms you guys are releasing this season. Yep, we got a few Um, new uniforms. (laughs) Yeah, some pretty sick ones too. I'm uh, pretty stoked about what you guys are developing. So um, pretty pretty nice to see what the Rottles have developed there. So the Putin Passe have two defenders left to pick, and they're going to be picking – uh, since San Diego has dropped their list today, a 2005 out of Calgary, Alberta, Harrison Owens. So last season, Harrison played with the North Shore Warriors, U18 prep, putting up 10 points in 24 games. Regular point producer. So welcome to the Poutine Passe, Harrison Owens. Next up, Laser Sharks. I'm going to go to Fresno. I'm going to go to Fresno. I'm gonna, I would like to take uh, Braden Wilson. Uh, lefty forward out from Fresno. Wow. Aiden Wilson. Look at that. Nice pickup. That's Tell us a little bit about Braden. And of course, I, 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 it sounds like Heath knows a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was no. going to say, I might, I might throw it over to Heath possibly. Yeah, um, yeah no, I can take this one. I, I can yeah. fully take this one. So Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so Braden Wilson, uh, he's a workhorse. Uh, I'll tell you that much. He, he He's going to be absolutely lighting it up this year and they've got a lot of really good players over there that that, you know feed off of him and so he'll get you a a good amount of points uh he's a 2004 from st louis missouri uh and that was like that was an absolutely great pickup that's a steal of a player right there thank you thank you i feel i feel good about that one i i wanted i did want purdue before it's okay that, that he was gone of course i think that both of them both of them will be great players for fresno this year yes yeah, excellent, excellent pick up there. So, Mallard Menace, you're on the board. All right, so I just had to double check. It looks like I'm only doubled up on one team, and that's Ogden, which is great because I don't need NCDC. So I'm going to double up on a Seattle player. Ooh. I'm going to take from Scarborough, Ontario, the 04 product, Jesse Atkin. Jesse James Atkin. Yeah, Jesse James Aiken. Good yep. pickup. Pick Tell our listeners a little bit about Jesse James. All right. Well, last year he split his time between three USPHL premier teams, uh, Boston Advantage, Richmond Generals, and then the Seattle Totems. He played a majority for Seattle, scored 24 points in 21 games. I'm really looking forward to what he can do with one year at a at a single team. I think he's going to light the lamp this year again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he was a fun player last year. He's a he makes plays happen. That's the thing about Jesse James Aiken is he makes plays happen. Uh, he he puts the points up, but he's also the guy creating the plays even if he's not getting on the scoreboard himself. So uh, you know, the playmaker himself there, Jesse James. Uh, welcome to the Mallard Menace, Ice Wolves. You're on the clock. I'm gonna go from the Casper Roughnecks. I'm gonna go with the Swiss Army Knife of Marcus Glenn. 
<laughs> you picked his, uh, I think his twin brother, right? Or are they older little brother or twin brothers there? Because I picked I up Glenn this round. I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. But, I'm going to have to uh, go look at birthdays here. But he... The Glenn's uh, have been selected. Yeah, last uh, last season in the NA3, uh, he played 37 games, had 11 goals, 6 assists for 17 points. And the reason I called him a Swiss Army Knife is because he is listed as a right wing and a D. So that may – I have no idea how that will work out, but I am drafting him in the defensive slot. Uh, and so that will be – that will be interesting. It might be another Yuri uh, Stolov situation. Yeah, it could be. And, yeah, he's definitely the older brother. He's an 03 versus his uh, little brother being a 06. So, uh, yeah, from Santa Quinn, Utah. Great, great pickup there. And, guys, we're in our final round. Are we ready for this? Yes. All right, this is where it gets tricky because we're we're all having to look at our lists like crazy people. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> try to figure out, make sure we stay within the rules here because I'm already looking. I have to skip. I've already got a Seattle player, right? Do I have a Seattle player? Yes, I do. My final pick of this fantasy draft, I will be going from the Fresno Monsters. Swedish forward, Emil Lud. So, last season, and he's a 2003. I might have left that part out here. But last season, Emil was – what's the word I'm looking for here? Just, again, another monster. I don't know why when it comes to monsters. You guys just – you had so much talent on this the team last season. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually quite a shocker that you didn't go to Nationals again. Um, but he put up 87 points in 41 games and an additional 11 points in four playoff games. So yeah. welcome as my final pick here. And, uh, and I will say I got a little bit of help there um, because it, it wasn't an official announcement, but it was a, it was a post, and um, I would have otherwise missed out on him. But uh, welcome back to Fresno, and welcome to the Hangry Pandas, Emil Luth. Next up, we're going to be picking, as I accidentally stick Emil as a fighting beaver, so hells no. Um, mm. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be uh, picking the final pick here for the Fighting Beaver. So let me see his list. Um, okay, so he will be picking up 2006 forward out of Washington, USA, Keegan Kazikwicks. So Keegan last season played with the Tacoma Rockets 16U AAA as their alternate captain. Holy God. And put up 110 points in 45 games. How did that slip through? <laughs> I'm looking and I'm like, that's why I just like, I saw triple digits and I'm like. How did that slip through to the final round, good. final pick? <laughs> oh, me, like I got a meal move in the final round. He gets Keegan in the final round. Guys, we're going to, we're going to, like, if these are, if these are guys, here's the other thing. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening and you weren't drafted this round or you weren't drafted, Clearly, by just the first two picks in the 15th round, shit happens. Make us notice you. Or, again, I have a list of 118 players, and I'm struggling to pick the right players because I'm just missing names and stuff. And so we have restrictions and stuff. So Kagan slipped through my stats, and uh, Sebastian sniped him. Um, 110 points in 45 games. That's, uh, that's, that's quite a bit of points. Yeah, 110 points. I I literally it caught me off guard. That is a that is a pickup. So uh he plays with who? Seattle? I believe so. Uh, Seattle? Yeah. I'm down to Seattle. I'll figure it out if I'm wrong later. All right. So hell of a pickup there. Um Keegan Kazikwicks is now a fighting beaver. Putin Passe. Final pick is on the board, and we're going to be looking at a defender as that's the final pick that they have to make. And the Poutine Passe with the final pick is going to be defender Johnny Gunn, the 2003 out of Fresno, California. So Johnny last season, or as I guess it goes, Joe or John, John Gunn, uh, last season played with the uh, Brewer High. And uh, he is now not only a Lake Tahoe Laker, but he's a poutine pasta. So, all right, Laser Sharks, you are up. I'm going to take from Fresno, I'm going to take Oliver Sostrom. Nice pickup. You want to tell our listeners a little bit about uh, Oliver? Last year he played on a handful of teams in Sweden, uh, but for the main one that he played for, Ostersunds, he put up 22 points in 10 games 
which is just a hell of a pace right there. So I'm excited to have him have him on the laser sharks for this season. Good pickup there. Good pickup. Mallard. Well, Brown. give me a second because I got to find out who I want to take now. <laughs> uh, I want to be taking Christian Dixon. Good pickup. <laughs> right. Well, I have him on my board too here. So um, you want to tell our listeners a little bit about Christian because I have his stats. That's for sure. Absolutely. He is an 05 out of Hibbing, Minnesota. Put great numbers last year, 26 games played, 28 points scored. The year before that, 27 games played, 18 points scored. Great overall player. Let's hope that transfers over to the USBHL level, and I think it will. I think he's a great, solid pickup. That is a hell of a pickup. You didn't double up on any teams? Uh I actually, that is my third double up team. Okay, that's your yeah, that's my nice last one. That's a hell because four of us now, four out of six of, four out of five of us have picked uh, Fresno Monsters in our final round here. Right. Uh, Heath can't. So, Heath, final pick in the fantasy yeah. draft. I started us off with this fantasy draft. I will be closing us off with this fantasy yeah. draft. <laughs> uh, I will be taking Vaclav Sedivi from the Seattle Totems with my final pick. Good pickup. You want to tell our listeners about him, Chris? You've you've got the stats up. I'll let you. Uh, yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you tell them. Yeah. So I have his stats up here because he was definitely somebody I scouted as well. Um, in forty-seven games played, he put up twenty-eight goals and twenty-six assists. Uh, so that's like a one point one four nine goals uh, or points per game. I have him projected to be a hundred and five point producer this season. So I think that's a hell of a pickup uh, in your final pick. And, boys, I think this is also where we're going to wrap this up. It's been a long episode. I've got to cook dinner. I'm going to be yelled at if I don't. And uh, i got to move out of my apartment tomorrow. So, And then edit this podcast and give it to you listeners on the spot. So it's going to be a fun night for me. (laughs) So, yeah, so that said, we want to thank all of you listeners for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on social media to stay up to date and reach out if you're near junior or collegiate hockey worlds and want to get on a future podcast. This is the Pigeon Hockey Podcast with Chris, Sam, Justin, and Heath. And remember, listeners, always clear your crease.